When we see or experience a relationship that's intense and filled with drama, many of us will mistakenly call this love, but it's not. Most likely, this type of relationship is what's known as a karmic relationship, and here's the honest truth about them. You don't wanna stick around these relationships for too long. In this video, you'll learn what a karmic relationship really is and the two main reasons we have them in the first place. Then we're going to go into the main energy difference between a karmic relationship and a sacred connection. Then the top 10 signs of a karmic relationship so you can spot right away if you're in one. Then the biggest mistake that we make when we're in karmic relationships. And finally, the simple three-step process to help you let go of a karmic relationship once and for all. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past, and live with purpose. Quick reminder that we have free supplemental workbooks with all of our videos with questions and prompts that'll help you go deeper on the topics discussed in the videos. Click on the link below to download that workbook after watching this video. On to part one of the video, what's a karmic relationship? Okay, so here's a simple way of seeing a karmic relationship, right? So a karmic connection is a soul contract that we have with another soul to help clear old karma and heal deep wounds, okay? So more likely than not, this soul contract that we have with a potential karmic partner, this is coming from dealings that we had in the past lives with these souls. Maybe we accumulated negative karma with them. Maybe we got some really deep wounds with this soul in past lives. And so we come in and we have this contract to help clear out those old wounds. But it doesn't just have to be wounds or karma with that specific soul. That specific soul called a karmic partner partner, they can actually step in to help us clear karma and wounds that we had in past lives with other souls. Uh, but the point here is that we're coming together with that soul as a way of clearing karma and healing deep wounds. One more technical and energy thing going on with karmic relationships that I want to get into because it helps us understand the power of these connections and sometimes why it's so difficult to come out of them is that in karmic relationships, there are strong energy cord attachments in the lower three chakras, especially the sexual chakra. Okay. So energetically what's going on is when we attract a karmic partner, we're actually being drawn to them through energy cords that are established in those lower three chakras, especially the sexual chakra. That's why these connections can be so intense and they can magnetize to each other so quickly is because of these cords. Now this is different energetically from what's known as a sacred connection in a sacred connection, a soulmate twin flame connection in sacred connections, the primary energy energy cord is at the heart chakra. Okay. And so that's why these connections have a lot of love and unconditional love is the foundation. Not so for a karmic relationship, karmic relationship, the energy cords are lower in the system and they don't involve energy cords um, at the heart chakra. Right? So that's a big energy difference between the sacred connections and a karmic relationship. So you can start understanding, uh, first of all, why karmic relationships magnetize to each other so quickly. They do that on purpose because when you have a, an energy cord, especially at the sexual chakra, you literally come together with that person very, very quickly. And that's the purpose of a karmic connection. Um, so this energy part is really interesting for you to remember and important for you to remember because moving forward, when you want to get out of a karmic relationship, you're going to have to keep in mind those energy cords in these lower chakras that you, you're going to need to clear out. 
Speaking of sacred connections, I know I just talked about what a sacred connection is. If you want to go deeper on sacred connections, what they are and how to call one into your life, I shot a video on that and I'll leave a link in the description box below so you can watch it after this video. When it comes to the reason why karmic connections show up in our lives, there are really two main reasons that are operating here. The first one is to clear old karma. Okay. Now this can be karma that you have with this specific soul that you have that karmic contract with, or that soul could be stepping in to serve that karmic contract to help you clear out karma that you had with other souls in past lives. It usually more often than not, when you have a karmic partner come into your life, more likely than not, you have negative karma from past lives with that specific soul. But just keep in mind that it doesn't necessarily have to be just with that soul. Okay. But karmic partners, when they come into our lives, we've known them. They're familiar to us because we We've had shenanigans and dealings with them down here on planet earth in past lives before. Okay. So the clearing of karma, really important reason why a karmic relationship shows up. A second reason is to learn lessons. Okay. So essentially a karmic relationship, a karmic partner ends up being a great teacher. Okay. So ding, ding, think of the word teacher. When you're thinking of a karmic relationship, they are one of life's greatest teachers. And the reason that they're doing that, they are showing you deep lessons and deep wounds that you need to see around uh, specific topics in your life. And here is a pro tip on, on those lessons. There'll usually be lessons around personal power, sovereignty, belonging, lessons that are of the lower three chakras, right? And so these karmics come in and they teach very, very valuable lessons on how to stand in your power or look at yourself when you're losing power, how to be a sovereign being, how to understand belonging and how to understand that you are worthy of being treated with love and respect and kindness. And a lot of times we learn these very painful lessons through karmic uh, relationships that mirror exactly what we don't want and what we don't deserve. So they are great teachers. Teachers. Many, many times though, they're great teachers through pain and suffering, unfortunately. On to part two, the 10 signs of a karmic. Okay. So there are many, many signs, but these 10 that I put together are the ones that are most common that I've come across in working with thousands of clients from all over the world. Okay. And in my own life also in experiencing this connection, the first sign is an instant connection. Okay. So if you have had a karmic relationship ever in your life, you know that this is definitely true. There is an instant connection and a feeling of familiarity. All right. Now, now you know why there's a feeling of familiarity because this soul you've had drama with them and you've had issues with them in past lives. They're coming in to help you clear that. So of course they're going to be familiar uh, to you because you've been having adventures with them in past lives and the connection is instant. Okay. So, and now you know why the connection is instant. We touched upon it a little bit in, in, in part one of the video. One of the reasons why this connection is so instant is because of those energy cords, especially at the sexual chakra. So we feel this automatic passionate pull towards them. And it's because these energy cords are being established and they're bringing us together through that strong sexual tension and sexual chemistry that a lot of times we mistaken for true love. Okay. And so ding, ding, this is really, really important. A lot of times in the way that we live relationships down here, we mistaken 
sexual chemistry and energy cords at the sexual chakra for true unconditional love, and they are not the same, okay? But we often mistake in that down here because we don't have a lot of examples of what true unconditional love looks like, all right? So there's an instant connection, an instant pull towards this person, um, a sense of familiarity that you know them uh, from somewhere, uh, and it's, it's pretty quick when you meet them. Now, let me go into a couple of reasons why we often mistake in this initial pull and those energy cords at the lower chakras, why we initially mistaken that for true love. There are two main reasons. One of them being, we, we don't know, we don't have a lot of examples of what true unconditional love looks like. And so we have a lot of examples of karmic connections all over the world. And so a lot of times our parents had karmic connections and then we were born into this type of connection. And so we started to observe karmic connections and we thought that that was love. That was the image that was imprinted on us about what love looks like. And so that's the, the first reason is that we haven't had a lot of examples on earth of what pure unconditional, what a pure unconditional love bond looks like. And so we end up projecting love or thinking that a karmic connection is love when, when and it's not predicated, the foundation of it is not pure unconditional love. The second reason why many times we mistaken a karmic connection for love is that our minds interpret the energy draw at the lower chakras as love, okay? So the mind mistakenly interprets the idea of sexual energy coming together of intensity, of passion, of drama, a lot of times drama, because you can't, you can't really have a karmic connection without drama. And so that intensity, that pull, that sexual energy is mistaken uh, to be love uh, by the mind. So there's a misinterpretation of that. Now, it's not to say that when there is love present that there isn't sexual chemistry. Of course there is. But the thing with the karmic connection is that the, the sexual energy is present, but the true unconditional love is not. Okay, so these are the two main reasons why we generally um, have been mistaking karmic connections and karmic energy for true love. Sign number two is that something is off. Oh, oh my God, this one's a huge one, especially for you ladies out there. So I've connected with so many, so this is especially true of women, doesn't have to necessarily be true just of women, but I've connected with so many, so many women who will tell me that as soon as they felt that pull, it, it, it was confusing to them initially because they felt such a strong pull to the soul, to that person, but at the same time, there was something deep within them that was saying, red flags, <laughs> red flags, uh, not a good idea, or this is gonna be painful. And so there was this deep knowing, usually present in a lot of women, there was this deep knowing that something was off right from the start. So even with all that pull, even with the intensity of the drawing towards each other, if the person checked deep within their intuition, they had the feeling that, hmm, <laughs> something's off or, hmm, this is going to be painful. So many, so many people have said that to me after coming out of karmic connections. When they look back on the connection, they say, well, I had this intuition. I knew right away from the start that this was going to be trouble. And, and that intuition is very common, very, very present. Usually 
as you're entering that karmic connection, right as you're coming together, that feeling of something being off is also present. Sign number three is that you know them. Okay. So this familiarity, you have a sense of familiarity with the soul because you've been down here on planet earth with them for, for sometimes many lifetimes. And this is where the Hollywood romanticizing of the mind comes in because we start to mistake and familiarity with love. So something could be familiar. I can know a soul from a past life, but the connection not be predicated in love. Right. And that's where the confusion comes in. People start to make these overly romanticized stories of a love that crosses multiple lifetimes. <laughs> and I'm saying this in a joking way because I've been exposed to so many to how the ego misinterprets this connection. And so there's this sense of familiarity, but what's important to remember is that just because you know them, or just because there's a sense of familiarity doesn't mean that the connection is, uh, the foundation of it is love. Okay. So so you do know them. Of course you do. Chances are that you've been down here and you've had some pretty dramatic lives with them. That's one of the reasons why they're coming to you now is because of clearing too clear negative karma that was, um, that was initiated in past lives. And that's one of the reasons why the connection can be so, so painful. So you do know them, they are familiar to you, but it's a different familiarity, um, than from a sacred connection, for example. So the two different words here, when we're talking about karmic connections, and when we're talking about sacred connections is that the karmic connection will feel familiar. You know them. Okay. So familiarity is a word when it comes to sacred connection. You also know this soul, but the feeling is different. So the word here that I would use for sacred connection is that it feels like home. Okay. So you see, this is different. So the sacred connection, there's that sense of home with the, with the, the karmic connection. There's a sense of familiarity of you knowing that person, but again, the energies are different. One's predicated in love and the other one is not. Okay. So but you know them and you're very, very, um, you're very kind of alerted to that knowingness pretty early on in the connection. Sign number four is that there's a lot of drama and conflict. <laughs> okay. Now this is, this is usually a must in karmic connections because again, the pull towards each other is coming to clear karma, clear old wounds, step into your power, have these deep lessons. And so of course this is going to happen through a lot of drama and conflict. Uh, also because the connection isn't the foundation of the connection is not pure love. And so when it's not pure love and two souls come together, just purely with energy cords in the lower chakras, that's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot of drama in that. Whereas if you had a pure connection at the heart, you can get through arguments and difficult times in the connection. You can get through ups and downs in the connection, but the, the foundation would always be love. So you'd be able to pass through it with a karmic connection, that love bond isn't present. And so the drama and the conflict is coming because we're just clashing at the lower three chakras where a lot of wounds may, may be present, a lot of bonding wounds. And so that can create a lot of drama and conflict in the relationship. Sign number five is that they bring out your shadow. Okay. So the interesting he thing about here is that sometimes people get confused in this sign with a sacred connection. So in sacred connections, you can also have mirroring of deep wounds and, and things within you that you don't recognize or that you don't see. That's very true in a sacred connection also. But the difference here is that in a karmic partner, you have mirroring of the things that you disavow in you, the things that you don't like in you, the karmic partner brings out the worst in you. That's another way of saying it. Whereas a sacred connection, it will mirror back 
aspects of your shadow, but it'll also mirror back the best of you. Okay. The karmic partner doesn't do that. The sacred connection mirrors everything. The karmic partner tends to mirror the worst or the deepest shadowy aspects of you. Okay. And so this is a good way for you to see the difference when it comes to being exposed to your shadow and the things that you don't recognize within you, the karmic partner will definitely bring that out more than any other connection on the planet. So here's an affirmation or a statement for you to remember. So you don't confuse sacred connection with the karmic relationship. Okay. So here's the affirmation. A karmic partner will bring out the worst in you, but not the best. Okay. So remember this because then you're going to know this is going to help you. Cause a lot of times people are stuck in karmic connections, thinking that they are in a sacred connection, like a soulmate or a twin flame. They'll get very confused about this and going through these signs will hopefully help you being able to discern that you're in fact in a karmic connection and not in a sacred connection. Okay. So hopefully these signs will help you with that. Sign number six is that the connection feels heavy. Okay. So this is very, very common, even though it's passionate and intense. And a lot of times people will actually mistaken this for love. Um, what happens is they will still feel that heaviness. So, so many people talk about this, that when they're in these types of connections, it doesn't feel light. It just feels heavy. It feels like this weight is constantly on their shoulders. And so this is really, really common. This feeling of heaviness. If you find yourself feeling heavy, like you're carrying the connection or the relationship, like there's no, there's no light heartedness in the connection. Then this is another sign of a karmic relationship. Sign number seven is passionate energy. Now what's interesting here is that the passionate energy usually happens more in the beginning of the relationship. It's one of the, one of the ways in which your souls draw to each other is through this chemistry and this passion. Now for, uh, for some people, the, the passionate energy continues regardless of all the drama that they're having, the, the passionate energy continues. But for a lot of people also that I've met and worked with as they're working through the connection and as they start to pay attention that they they may be in a karmic connection. They start to clear out the karma and they start to learn the lessons. As soon as they learn the lessons and clear the karma, the passionate energy starts to disintegrate. Why? Because the passionate energy, the only purpose it was there was to bring you guys together so that you could clear karma and, and heal wounds and learn lessons. The moment that you start doing that, the passionate energy starts to disintegrate because these connections aren't meant to be for a lifetime. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is as people are doing their inner work, as they find out that they're in a karmic connection and they're doing their inner work, the energy starts to dissolve. The passionate energy starts to dissolve. And a lot of people will tell me that they start to feel bored in the connection and then eventually it just fizzles away. So sometimes people break up in a dramatic way, or sometimes karmic connections will just fizzle away because the person starts to get bored. This passionate energy transitions into boredom and then the connection just falls apart. And this is a good sign because it means you've been doing your work and clearing all the stuff. So then your souls no longer need to keep you together and the energy, the passionate energy disintegrates. Sign number eight is that there's a lack of safety in the connection. Okay. This is very, very common. So because you're being brought together through this intense sexual energy, intense, intense, passionate energy, 
that energy is present, but there's also at the same time, there's a deep part of you that doesn't feel safe in this connection. Why? Because safety comes through the pureness of the connection of the heart. And so even though the pull is very strong and there may be a lot of attachment, there may be a lot of, um, you may mistake this for love, but then there's a part of you that even if the mind is saying, oh yes, this is deep love, this is deep love, there's a part of you that's saying, uh-uh, I don't trust this person. I don't trust this connection. I don't feel safe here. And so, especially if there's a lot of drama and conflict, the more drama and conflict that there is in the connection, the less safe um, the par partners feel, okay? And so this is very, very common that even with the powerful intensity drawing uh, two uh, karmic partners together, there's no safety in the connection. And one main way in which this lack of safety shows up is that then uh, one or both partners start to get guarded. They don't trust the other person. And as soon as you start to get guarded and you don't trust, then you're not able to communicate your needs and desires. Okay. You, it's very, very common for a person to be in a karmic relationship and not be able to openly communicate their needs openly communicate what they need. So if you're in a connection and you find it very difficult to authentically open yourself up and communicate what your desires and what your needs are, it's probably because it's coming from this lack of safety and you could be in a karmic relationship. Sign number nine is codependency issues. Okay. So, uh, the karmic relationships have this very immature codependent kind of energy. And again, we know now why lower three chakras is, is the primary energy holding these connections together. And so because these connections are being drawn in to help you clear wounds and clear karma, they're going to bring up a lot of, a lot of your woundings, especially around bonding. So a lot of, they're going to bring out a lot of bonding wounds, um, and issues that you had with maybe childhood trauma or the way that you were raised. And so these connections end up being very codependent. Okay. So codependency is when I get lost in a connection. It's when I lose myself in a connection, when, when I project onto the other my, my own self-worth instead of, instead of feeling worthy and sovereign on my own, I use the relationship as a way to, to feel worthy or feel any sense of, of self-worth or self-esteem. That's what codependency is. There's a lot of attachment. There's a lot of immaturity. There is a, you bond through, um, through woundedness, uh, through bonding wounds. Okay. So codependency is present here. Um, this is very, very common. And one of the things that leads to the major drama in karmic connections are these codependency issues. Sign number 10. And the last one is that these connections can be hard to release. Oh my goodness. They can be so hard to release. And the reason that they can be so hard to release, uh, sometimes people say, oh, it's hard for me to get out of this karmic connection because I love that person so much, but that's not really true. And we already know that that's not true. It's a misinterpretation of the mind. What is really happening, the mind interprets that as, I can't leave this connection because we love each other so much. That's not really what's happening. What's happening is this connection is frequently hard to let go of because of the intensity of the energy cords at these lower chakras. So very, very intense pull, especially if the work is not being done. Now it's hard to release when those cords are established and you're in the middle of the connection and you're not yet aware of the karma and the wounds uh, and the lessons that you need to learn. Once you do, we already talked about that. Once you start learning, the connection starts to disintegrate, but it can be hard to leave a karmic connection precisely because of the strength of these cords in the lower chakras. Um, and that's, that's one issue that I encounter a lot is people really, they, they have to use the, their entire will to come out of a karmic connection connection sometimes.
on to part three of the video, the biggest mistake with karmic relationships. Okay. So here is the biggest mistake that I have seen with so many, so many people who, who have these karmic contracts. Okay. And it, the mistake is that they overextend the soul contract. Okay. So in other words, they stick around longer than their souls anticipated. Okay. They get stuck in the human drama. They get stuck in, in mistaking the, the, this connection with pure love. And they end up getting completely just embedded in that. And they end up overextending the soul contract beyond what the soul had initially anticipated. Okay. So here is a pro tip, uh, for you to remember when it comes to karmic connections. And that is that karmic relationships are usually meant to be temporary. Okay. The karmic relationship, very, very rarely are karmic relationships meant to be lifelong things. Okay. Your soul sets them up as being lifelong things. This is very, very rare. I've never come across in the thousands of people that I've worked with. I've never come across anyone who had a soul contract for an entire life with the karmic. Okay. So the way that this usually works, it's that karmic contracts are meant to be temporary to come in really intensely, help you clear stuff up and then prepare you for a sacred connection or a more healthy relationship. That's usually what karmic relationships do. Okay. So ding, ding, remember this, a karmic relationship prepares you for a sacred connection, prepares you for a healthy, beautiful, unconditional, loving relationship. It's not usually meant to be that relationship. Okay. So remember this about this. This is one of the biggest things that people get stuck in is they'll just get stuck in that drama and they'll start to interpret that as saying, Oh my God, this is the love of my life. No matter how dramatic or, or filled with conflict this gets, we just keep drawing back to each other. We're just meant to be these stories start to develop in a person's mind and it clouds their vision. Meanwhile, the soul upstairs is saying, uh, no, actually <laughs> I meant this only to be temporary. I didn't mean for you to get stuck in this your whole life. And so now that you're watching this video, you're going to be very clear on understanding the difference and understanding that a karmic relationship very frequently comes in to prepare you for true love. It's not true love. Another reason also why we sometimes overextend this soul contract is because of the familiarity. So, you know, this is really human nature. Many times we stick with what's familiar just because it's familiar, even if it's painful. This is so, so common with human nature. And so a lot of times we may get stuck in these connections because they're so familiar to us. We've done this multiple times before with this soul probably. And so the connection feels familiar and we mistaken familiarity for, um, for love and for longevity. And so we end up getting stuck in that familiarity. All right. But since you're watching this video, this definitely won't be happening to you. Another thing that I see with some people, and this is a little bit sneaky energy, really. Another thing that I see with people is that, um, even when they become conscious that they're in a karmic connection, they'll still stick around longer than necessary because they'll be telling themselves that, oh, okay, I'm in a karmic connection. So I'm, I'm learning so many lessons with this person. So let me just stick around. <laughs> so it's almost like they, they become a little bit masochist. Really? They become masochistic in their energy because they know they're in a karmic connection. They know what that connection is for. And they'll still stick around because they're telling themselves, I need to learn more lessons. I need to learn more lessons. And really what this is, this is, this is almost self 
abandonment because what you're saying unconsciously is, I don't really deserve better than that, so I'm just going to stick to keep learning lessons over and over and over again, okay? So, so let's clear out this energy if it exists in you and if you find yourself saying this to yourself, that you're going to stick around with the karmic because you just want to keep learning more and more lessons. Let's clear out this and let's just say, you know, I'm open to learning the lessons that this soul has brought me and I'm open to releasing this connection so that I may also experience lightheartedness. I'm not here just to learn through pain and through lessons. I'm here through, to learn through love and I'm ready for that now. Okay. So, so be aware of this very, very common mistake to overextend contract karmic contracts. So let's open that energy up. So this doesn't happen to you On to part four, the video, how to let go. So I'm going to share with you a three-step process that'll help you come out of a karmic connection if you're in one right now, or if you ever find yourself in one, this three-step process is going to help you. All right. So the first step, and I would say most important, well, all of them are important, but this one's really important and it's becoming aware. Okay. So not only becoming aware that you're in a, um, a sacred relation, a, a karmic relationship, but also becoming aware of the lessons, becoming aware of the karma, becoming aware of everything that that soul is bringing up and showing you. Okay. The more awareness you have awareness. I say this frequently because it's one of, it's one of my favorite ways of looking at healing. Awareness represents about 85% of the whole healing process altogether. Okay. When I become aware of something, I've already healed that something 85%. Okay. And so when it comes to this step, just become very, very aware, become aware of what karma you're, um, you're clearing out with this soul. And a good way to, to know what type of karma you may have is to look at repeated patterns or repeated behaviors, repeated cycles that you keep having with this soul over and over again. Re the repetitiveness of something of a pattern or a behavior shows you that that's karma. And so you become aware of that, write down the karma that you're experiencing, that, that you, that you're, that's coming into your awareness, write that down, write down the lessons that this soul is showing you. So write down what happens to you in this connection. So for example, you can say to yourself, I got completely lost in this connection. I lost myself in this connection. I had no boundaries in this connection and I wasn't like that before. So start to pay attention to the things, the lessons that this soul is bringing you, the karma that this soul is bringing up to the surface to, to, to heal. The more that you become aware of the lessons, the karma, the wounds that need to be healed, that's already representative of about 85% of the healing. And I know that this step, this step may seem easy, but it's really not easy in the majority of times, right? Because karmic connections, here's, here's, um, you know, a good way to look at a karmic connection energetically. Karmic relationships can feel like you're drowning in mud. <laughs> so a lot of times people will say this to me, they're heavy. Uh, there's just a lot of complexity to them. There's a lot of wounds that are coming up. There's a lot of lessons coming up. And so it can feel like you're literally drowning in mud or quicksand. And so it could be a little bit difficult for you to see clearly, but just take it one step at a time, writing down, have a journal with you and write down the karma that you see repeating with this person, the lessons that this person is, is, uh, is showing you the wounds that this person is showing you. And here's a, um, here's a good, uh, journal prompt, uh, to help you kind of work through this. Okay. So you can ask yourself, what is this soul teaching me? 
Okay, so what is this soul or what is this connection teaching me? And you can go into writing about, you know, what what has been, what parts of your shadow have been shown in this connection? What, what type of things do you keep repeating? What drama exists in this connection? The more you go deeper into that, the more you're going to start to see clearly. The more clearly you see, you're already uh, almost there. So here's an example that'll kind of help you get a little bit more practical on what this would mean. So let's say that you write down in your journal that you lost your power with this connection. You completely, you observe that when this person came into your life, you started to lose your power and you just got totally enmeshed in the connection and you lost all sense of self, of personal power and of sovereignty. Okay. So you become aware of that. Well, as soon as you become aware of that, then you know immediately what the lesson is. The lesson is I will never come out of my power again. The lesson is here I am. I know I don't want to lose my power and connections. I want to be side by side with someone without losing my power. You see, there's the lesson. You lost the power and the lesson is I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to exercise my needs. I'm going to communicate them. I'm going to consider myself sovereign. I'm going to know my worth and what I deserve. And that's, you see, that's coming from those lessons are coming from the fact that you simply just lost your power in the connection. And your observation of that is leading you to, to the lessons that are important for you to see. On to step two, clear and integrate. Okay. So now that you've become aware of all of the things that all the karma and the wounds and the lessons and all of that, now it's time to start clearing and integrating all of this. Okay. So clearing, when it comes to clearing karma, the easy way that I like to do that is that when I'm aware of the karma, I will just do a clearing ceremony. And it could be something as simple as you, you know, have sitting down, opening space, having an altar, maybe, um, burning some sacred smoke, lighting some candles, and just literally talking to, to your creator, talking to your guides and asking for assistance in, in clearing karma. You can specifically ask for a spirit guide, for instance, like an Archangel Michael which works really, Archangel Michael works really, really well in being able to, to clear karma and helping you clear karma. Or you can ask for any other guide that you feel you need assistance from. Okay. But the clearing of the karma, the, when you know what the karma is, and again, this is because you've, you're seeing repetitive cycles and repetitive patterns, you know that that's your karma. When you're aware of it, then you can state that you're ready to clear that karma in just a, a very simple uh, karma clearing ceremony. So for example, let's use another example. Let's say that you're in a karmic connection and that uh, throughout that karmic connection, you know, the karmic partner just keeps leaving you and then coming back and then they break up with you and then they come back. They break up with you and then they come back. Okay. So look at this. This is karma. Why? We already know that karma is when something is repetitive. We can spot karma right away. All right. So you, you write down, okay, karma. What's the karma pattern of being left? All right. I have this pattern of being left. Okay. There's my karma. And then you're going to do your clearing ceremony and you can use a mantra or an affirmation, um, that is similar to the one that I'm going to give you now. So I clear this karma of being left or abandoned in all directions of time and in all planes of existence now. 
Okay. I love this affirmation. And again, I was using the pattern of being left or abandoned because that's the example we were, that was the practical example we were using, but you could fill in the blank and you can use this affirmation for any pattern or any karma. So I clear fill in the blank karma in all directions of time and in all planes of existence. Okay. So this is a great affirmation to just clear this karma in all directions of time in any lifetime that you've ever experienced this. And you can do this just in the middle of that beautiful ceremony after lighting some candles and doing that sacred smoke, maybe turning on some music, dancing a little bit. And you could repeat this over and over and over again. The more you repeat this, the more the energy of the karma is going to clear up. Here's a pro tip for you. Okay. So ding, ding pro tip on doing this karma clearing is to actually put your hands on your lower chakras because that's where those cords are. That's where those energy karmic cords are. So you put your hands on your lower abdomen on your uh, below your belly button. You just put your hands there and as you're repeating this affirmation of clearing karma, you have your hands there and that's helping to disintegrate those karmic cords also. When it comes to integrating the lessons, so you've already written about those lessons in step number one. So you already kind of know what those lessons are. And then in the middle of this ceremony, you can also shift from clearing karma. And then you can just put your hands on your heart after you know what your lessons are and you've written them down. They're very clear to you what this relationship has taught you. Then you put your hands on your heart and you can repeat a variation of this affirmation. I receive and integrate these lessons and dissolve the need to repeat them again. Okay. I love that, right? Like you are stating to the universe that you are willing to learn the lessons. They have been learned. Thank you so much universe. No need to repeat the lessons again, meaning no need for me to attract another karmic partner again. Okay. I love this affirmation. It opens up the energy and it shows the universe your willingness to heal this pattern and move on. Step number three is to take action. Oh, this one, this is a hard one for a lot of people because I've worked with a lot of people who are in karmic connections and they're trying to come out of the connection. And they'll usually say to me, you know, I don't know what's going on. I've been doing all the work. I've been writing things down in my journal. I've been aware of what this soul has taught me. I'm aware of the karma. I'm aware of all that. And I keep writing it down and I do my karma clearing ceremonies and nothing seems to change. And and I look at the person and I say, well, you know, have you left the karmic relationship? Have you let go of it? And they're like, oh no, I'm still with the karmic partner. <laughs> and so you see what they're trying to do is they're clearing all these cords and they're doing the inner work, but they haven't followed through with action in the outer world. Okay. And this is why that doesn't work. You can do all of the clearing that you want. You could do the ceremony that I just specified before. You could do that ceremony 10 or 20 times and you could dissolve the cords all you want. But if you stay in the connection, the cords will literally reestablish themselves. They're not going to dissolve because one of the primary ways in which these cords dissolve once and for all is by you taking action and releasing the connection. Okay. And so the taking action component, this is a more masculine energy, whereas the healing part of it is a more feminine energy. Now the taking action and actually taking steps to exert your boundaries and then eventually walk away from the connection. That's that part is really important. That's more masculine energy, but that's necessary 
just that action of walking away will itself dissolve the cords, the finality of the cords and the last energy that needs to be worked through. When it comes to taking action, uh, there are a lot of ways in which this can play out, but there are a couple of ways that I've found very, very common in the people that I've worked with, right? The first one is, the first way in, is that they abruptly walk away. So they literally, this happens very frequently. So someone can be in a karmic connection for God knows how long. And then suddenly they one day wake up, they sit up in their bed and they go, this is finished. I'm not doing this anymore. This is enough. And there's a click that happens in them and they just abruptly walk away from the connection right then and right there. Okay. That's one way. Another way is that they, they go step by step. Okay. So they start to become aware that they're in a karmic connection. They start to become aware of the, of the lessons of the karma and all of that. They start to do their inner work while in still in the connection. And then what ends up happening is they take small action steps towards the same ending, but small action steps. They'll usually start to exert boundaries. They'll start to work on their personal power and exert boundaries. And funny enough, as soon as they start to do that, the connection starts to disintegrate because a karmic partner does not like to have boundaries imposed on them. Okay. And so when the boundaries, when this person starts to come into their power, even though they haven't left the connection and they're doing it one little step at a time, the connection ends up disintegrating. So one happens more quickly and one happens a little bit slower over time. Now there's no right or wrong way of doing this, right? Like there's, there's every path is acceptable, right? At the end of the day, this last step, this third step, when you take action in whatever way you're taking action, it's the, the, the letting go of the connection. This final step, this is really when uh, the final karmic resolution comes. Okay. It's through this, this step number three, that this final karmic resolution comes and the cords all completely disintegrate. And you can just bid, bid farewell to this connection, um, with a lot of love and a lot of gratitude because the connection brings a lot of lessons and prepares you for bigger delights later on. So there's a lot to be thankful for, even if this connection is really, really painful. Now here's a pro tip that's really important for this step. Okay. So pro tip, please do not forget this. And that is to, uh, don't bypass step one and step two and go right through to step three. Okay. This is the pro tip. I've worked with a lot of people who, once they just become aware that they're in a karma connection, they don't do the work of step one and step two. They're just like, oh my God, this is a karmic connection. I'm getting the hell out of here. And they just completely cut the connection and they go off without doing step one and two. If you do this, if you just break off with the karmic connection and you're like done with this, but you don't do the inner work of understanding the lessons of understanding the karma between you and the soul of understanding what this soul and this connection has brought you and what it's teaching you about yourself. If you don't do this inner work, What's going to happen? You're going to attract another karmic partner. Okay. So do not bypass step one and step two to go right to step three. Okay. Do these steps in order because that's, that's how you, that's how you really clear, not just a karmic contract with one soul, but that's where you clear the energy so that you never again call karmic partners to you. Now that you know all about karmic relationships and you may want to go deeper now that you've learned about karmic relationships, you may want to go deeper on how to call, how to manifest a sacred partnership. I shot a video on that and I'll leave links in the description box below so you can watch after this one. Now I want to hear from you. Have you ever been in a karmic relationship? I want to hear all about it in the comments below. 
Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can download my popular free guided meditations. And don't forget these two videos that I talked about in this one. That'd be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul. That's it for me. I love you. I'm out. Bye.